Welcome to the Heart of Healing, the pandemic episodes. I'm your host, Tom Fold. In these episodes, we'll meet loving, talented people who, while coping with their own pandemic stress, are offering others understanding, compassion, love, and ways to relax and heal, even under the weight of current conditions. Listen with an open heart to those who, in this time of crisis, are offering their hearts and talents to us all. And I'm very happy today to have as our guest, Maria Garcia, who is a certified wild fit coach. Welcome, Maria. Thank you, glad to be here. Happy to have you here. That, I know this is not it, but the wild fit coach sounds like some kind of football coach. <laughs> it's not a football coach, guys. So what we do over wild fit is a coach basically guides a group through a 90 day nutritional journey. The At the end of which you're transformed. Oh, well, that's simple. 90 days, you'll transform. No, wait a minute. This is hard. What are we transforming? Tell, tell us about that. I mean, you know, people are not fit because they have years of, of habits. So how are you helping people to transform? You said something in something you wrote to me. I just want to look at this again. And you said that people will learn to crave real whole foods. So let's talk about that a little bit. How does that happen? Okay, so we, we don't rely on the use of willpower because willpower only gets you so far, right? Right. Before your willpower ends. So we just basically focus on food psychology and we take you through a process where you begin to actually crave real foods where your taste buds are not as muted as they are today by sugar and toxins. Well, is that by stopping having certain things? I mean, because... If you continue having the, 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 the sugars, you're still going to crave them, aren't you? Yes, without giving away all the secrets. Uh, well, I don't want to give secrets, but I want to get an idea of how this actually works, because it feels very much out of, out of the realm of normal. Yes, of course. So we talk about sugar cravings and carb cravings and how they sabotage you along the way. Okay, and, and you, by telling me that, I say, okay, they do, but what do I, how do I stop it? This will refocus on what's going on between your ears. And what usually is going on between the ears? A lot of stuff. We talk to ourselves about everything, including food. And that's stopping to become aware and pay attention to what's going on. And what's the motivation to pay not only pay attention, but then follow, oh, that's I'm, I'm craving a chocolate bar, but I won't do that. What's, what's the motivation? What is the motivation? Well, do you have a goal you want to achieve? That's their why is their big motivation. So people have different whys. Some people want to lose weight. Some people want to recover their health. Some people have things like, diabetes or other chronic conditions that they're looking to either heal or get better, get a hold of. Right. And how did you find out about this? How did you get involved with WildFit? Well, I actually got involved with WildFit quite by accident. I was doing something online one day and a commercial for it came up and I thought, oh man, that seems pretty interesting. And I was already interested in health, but I didn't think I needed wild food because I thought it was really healthy already. So basically, I just enrolled on intuition. But wow, 
what ended up happening to me after those three months, I could write a list a page long. And that was only after the first three months. Then subsequent, in a year or so, after I'd been living well fit, I actually wrote the things down. I filled up three pages of things in me that changed. Could you tell us some of those? And that's fascinating. Yes. Let me give you a bit of background first. Sure. Oh, so, absolutely. When I was 25, I'm now in my 40s. When I was 25, I had a massive stroke that left me paralyzed from the eyes down. Right. And it took slow it down. Paralyzed how far? From the eyes down. I thought you said that. That's a trim. Oh, my. Okay. Now I got to hear more. Yeah, I was a mute and I was basically a vegetable. And this took a really, really long time to recover. It was very incremental. So I would say it took me um, the better part of something like 10 years. What was the cause of the paralysis? Mm -hmm. What caused it? The stroke. Oh, the stroke. Um, pardon me. I'm, I'm so taken by the paralysis. I forgot you said it was a stroke. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it was the massive, massive stroke that ended up turning my life 180 degrees. That's quite amazing. And it, it, it takes a lot of courage to, to come back from that. Just, just in that process, you say it took about 10 years. It's a long time and yeah. a long time to, you know, to be in any way incapacitated. It was one third of my life at that time. Right. And, and I don't know the answer of how you did it, but what were your feelings when you were doing it? Did you, did, were you determined? Was it that your determination helped you to get through that? Or what was it that helped you get through? I think it was a combination of things. The biggest thing was that I had really great support, namely my family. But I was also doing things like yoga, which I started doing a bit after um, meditating. And that's when I started doing more reading about self-help. Fascinating. When you say family, was this your, your parents or your, your, who else was in there helping? My parents and my brother primarily. Those are your family members. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's wonderful to have people who can help like that. It's huge. It made all the difference. So by the time you got to seeing that wild fit existed, what were you doing? Are you were you fully recovered at that point? No, by that time I found wild fit, I would say it was maybe 80 to 85% recovered. And I was really, really happy with that because I shouldn't have recovered in the first place. But anyway, I found wild fit. I did wild fit and after a year, something that is impossible before that. I was actually going on hikes, like four-hour hikes. Amazing. Yeah, and I could have never done that before Wildfit. Okay, but when you, when you found Wildfit, were you working at something or were you just still recovering? I was doing a little bit of work already, basically, by myself, just working with friends or just doing things to keep myself busy. Right. Because right. I wasn't really, I say 80 to 85, but I'm probably being uh, generous by saying that. Right. 
So you found Wildfit, and what was your what was your ex feeling? I don't know if it's the right word, but your your ex experience in the first thing of Wildfit when you first did the first what ninety days? Is that what it is? A ninety day period? What was that like for you? Uh, there were a lot of ups and downs, but at the end of ninety days, I had things like some of my dark, some of my white hair became black again. That was, that was one thing. And that was, and is that attributable to, attributable to food? It is style. healthy diet. Yep, Fashion. my hair, my hair became shiny. My nails became stronger. I had fungus on one of my toenails. That went away. I became more outspoken. That's marvelous. That's marvelous. And you have, did you, do you, when you do this, do you have one coach or do you have several? You said you had a lot of support or WildFit provides a lot of support. Is it one coach or is it other people too? Yeah, so I would be coaching you and the, the program itself is delivered by the founder. So it's a video program as well as coaching support, which is live by me. Okay, so you have more than one place you're getting the, that person is getting their information from. Yes, and we also have a tribe. So everybody you're going through the program with, we all support each other. So it's really quite fun. That's nice. Is that on like Zoom calls? Yeah. How often? We do twice a week for third, 10 weeks and then three weeks. Three of the, let me start again. We do 13 weeks total. Right. And 10 of the weeks, we do Zoom calls twice a week and three of the weeks we do three times a week nice is that the end of it or the beginning that you it's, do it's the extra day or the two weeks at first and right. the last week yes lovely lovely and how many people will be on a tribe at a time it depends on the coach really i do um 10 or less just right. because i like to keep it small and some people do hundreds that's fascinating, fascinating. So uh, today you have a tribe. I'm going to make that assumption based on what you just said. And, yeah. and that tribe is how, about 10 people now? There we are seven people. Seven people, okay. Yeah. Well, eight including me. Including yourself. You're part of the tribe, absolutely. Very important. And in that process, are, are you also experiencing what I've experienced sometimes in teaching things is that each time I teach something, I learn a little more myself. Are you absolutely absolutely and yes and this is probably one of my uh the tribe that's been the most engaged and wow they're having such success i have a woman who is 82 years old she is off insulin it's been seven weeks how wonderful yeah and hey yeah. I'm sorry, I just want to clarify that's for type 2 diabetes. Right, right. That's excellent. That's excellent. And and how does this work in conjunction with, let's see, she must have had a physician working with her, did she, in terms of her insulin and stuff? Yeah, she's also having a monitor that monitors her glucose 24-7. So her daughter, who's a pharmacist, and one of her other kids, they're also helping her with the medication. 
so doctor visits. So I'm just saying because she's not going off of it just because she feels better. No, no. So she's got, and so she's healthy with it. That's wonderful. And what, without you know, what kind of things changed for her in terms of her food, her lifestyle, her food style? What kind of things happened? So basically, she now understands why she ate the way she ate, and she also understands what caused her to have diabetes in the first place. Okay. And what would you say is the major cause for people eating it poorly? I know there may be many specific reasons for each person, but are there general categories? The one biggest thing that I think is the culprit here is basically the disastrous food system and right. food lobbying. Well, yes. I mean, we're dealing with um, food that is no longer really nutritious as it was, you know, a hundred years ago, let's say. And that's a, right. a big problem. But then there's also the issue uh, of things that were being sold um, by advertising. I, I, can t I can talk to that because I used to be in advertising, but, <laughs> but I do know that, you know, we, things that are sweet and, and not necessarily healthy for you are some of the biggest advertisers out there. Right. So did you know that over 70% of food products in the U.S. contain some form of sugar? That's amazing. 70%? Yeah, over 70 Over 70 And how can you, can you tell that by labels or other? Other. You could definitely tell by labels. What you're looking at is where it says ingredients, not so much the nutritional facts. And then the ingredients... They've discovered about, I would say, well over 100 different names for sugar. It gives <laughs> the food industry masks, the names, and sugar coats the name. Sugar pun intended. Pun intended. They, they name sugar, all these different things. So if you know what you're looking for, you know how to spot it. And we go over all that. That's... Yeah, that's, that's one of the toughest challenges I think we all face is what we're being told and what's, what's accurate and what's not accurate. So part of your job is to help people with that, to explain to them all of that. Yeah. And how does um, those food choices, we hear about it, but how does it lead to diabetes or how does it contribute to diabetes? I don't, uh, without getting too much into the mechanics, because I'm not a doctor and I don't really understand so much. But the creation of insulin in your body due to excessive sugar is what wreaks havoc on the body. So too much sugar is, is creating too much insulin? Correct. Correct. Because I, I, had, I had, and I'm not trying to get into the, you know, the, the chemistry of it, but I had the assumption that there was too, no, too little insulin or the body wasn't producing insulin. Is that part of it too? Well, your sugar gets dysregulated when you have diabetes. So this is the problem. The average American consumes 150 pounds of sugar a year. A year? Could you a year. I can so, see that in your room, 150 pounds of sugar. 150 pound bag of sugar. Yeah, that's like a person. That's amazing. That's amazing. And somebody's having my portion because I'm not having it. 
Right. <laughs> so, so what, go ahead. What, ha what happens is the pancreas is overworked because it's constantly creating insulin to deal with all that sugar. So then at one point, the pancreas goes, I quit. I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm done. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's when you have a problem that you need insulin because your pancreas is not creating. Ah, now I understand. Now I understand. Yes, that's fascinating. So but when you were doing this um, to help yourself, you, did you, have, you didn't have diabetes and you didn't have any quote, issues. Is that correct? I mean, you had come off of a, a very difficult life. but I had no issues that I even knew of. But this is what I realized. After doing the 90s, I would say maybe uh, six months into it, that I was already living well and living this lifestyle. I went to the doctor for my physical. So the PA took my blood pressure and she says to me, it's 120 over 85. And I was like, what? And she goes, it's normal. It's 120 over 85. I nearly fell off my chair. Never in my life have I had normal blood pressure. It's always been ultra low, like 90 over 60. Wow. And that was the first, yeah. So that to me tells me my circulation improved, yes. which is huge. That's wonderful. Can, do you have, I just love this. Do you have any other examples, not necessarily of yourself, but other clients where something dramatic like that has happened? Yes, I have a lot. Um, and one client that was scheduled for sciatic operation. And after seven weeks in the program, his sciatic released and he canceled this operation. That's lovely. That's lovely. And the same person no longer needs reading glasses, which is amazing. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. A lot of carrots. I don't know why I say that. I guess because I always told you <laughs> carrots in your eyes, it helps your eyes. But that, um, if he had that, I wasn't aware. Right. Well, that's, that must be very encouraging to you as, as a coach to see those results. And, to, and where, what in your clientele now, are they mostly men or women or both or age-wise? What is that like? You know, primarily I work with men. However, my current tribe... The youngest person is probably maybe 27, and the oldest is 82, and I have a good mix of men and women. That's fascinating. That's a fascinating mixture of people. Is that something you see in your tribes usually, or is it just unusual? It's, I wouldn't say it's unusual, but most commonly, I work with men, middle-aged men. That's, that, is, I think, is a little unusual because if you think of the people, this is, again, very prejudicial, but you think of people seeking their health is, is more women than men. But these are men reaching out to you. Yeah. How, how do they hear of you? Most of it's by referral. Right. And what, what's, what, have you ever, is, has there ever been a need to work with, with someone really young, under 20, let's say? Not yet, but I welcome that. Right. Actually, I lie. I lie because I had a client in one of my tribes 
and she has a son who is, I believe, 10. So he ended up doing the program kind of with her. Like she was doing it and she would do the cooking. But obviously he lives with her, so he would eat the food. So he ended up releasing 10 pounds or so, and he feels so much better energy-wise. Right. Well, I mean, and that's really a, a statement that's, that talks about all health things that you do. If, a, if the mother or the father does that, the whole family benefits from it because people see it. And as you said, if you're living in a family and the mother or father are cooking and cooking healthy, you're going to eat healthily. Right. And, and then you change your habits. It, it, it changes habits. And habits are hard, hard, hard to change habits, to, to give up because we've been so, so habit is a long-term effect of something. Yeah, but once you pay attention to the six inches between your ears, you can take care of all that. And three months is more than enough time to change your habits. Right, right. So how has the, the pandemic then hasn't necessarily affected you because this is all online? No, and actually I want to say that the pandemic in a way has been good for this type of business because people realize the importance of being in good health in the first place. Yes, well, the pandemic has told us all we're not in such good health and you could be worse, so maybe you should think about right. doing something about it. Right. That's good. That's good. So you work in a, in a group, but I gather from something you said, you also work one-on-one -on -one with somebody. Is that possible? Yeah, so if people are wanting to, if they prefer to work one-on-one, -on -one, I do that as well. Well, I do want to say that if you want to go fast, you go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. That's an ancient African proverb. I was going to say, that sounds like a, a something from way, way back. Mm -hmm. So say, yeah. if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go together. Correct. That's interesting. Yeah. And I feel like that rings true, especially on this type of journey. Yes. Well, support, I would imagine that support is very important. That uh, seeing other people do this, seeing and hearing. I mean, I, I imagine everybody does not have a perfect success each week. And there are times when they're talking about problems or difficulties. And to see that other people are, are having some struggles with this may be encouraging to someone else who's having some struggles with it. Yeah, so everybody's at different points in their journey. And when, you, when somebody's struggling, everybody kind of bands in and supports them. And at the end of the three months, I haven't had one client yet who has not been happy with the program. That's lovely. That's lovely. Well, having people to listen to you, to have them be there with you. I mean, because a lot of, of the, quote, eating problem or eating in, in, improperly or poorly happens alone. And a lot of what we've been experiencing in the pandemic is being alone. Many more people alone. Right. So that's a problem. But you're solving, you're not solving it, but you're helping it by having a Zoom call and having everybody on it. That's yeah. That's very good. So now after they accomplish that 90 days, is there a follow-up period or is there a program that goes beyond this? Well, that depends on where you are in your journey and how you want to continue. For example, some people decide 
They don't need further support. They got what they needed in the 90s because we give you everything you need in the 90 days. However, that said, some people need further support. So you could either continue with one-on-one coaching, you can repeat the challenge at some point, or actually just launch the program where I'm building a community of past clients, basically what I call them wild fitters. And it's it's a community support thing and there are monthly calls. And there's a group on Facebook then interact. That's nice. So there's a, there's a lot of help along the way because yes. there are in anything that we do, when we change habits, we change into a healthier way, there are setbacks. And sometimes we, we need that extra little help. And when now, when you have a tribe, and that's the other question I had earlier, do they all start at the same time or some of them start at different times? And they all start at the same time. So they're all on the same level of weeks of being getting the information, right? And where are you? I mean, can you, do you have more than one tribe that you deal with at a time? You as a coach? Yes, I usually do about a new tribe for eight weeks. So I have two, I have two tribes at once that overlap a little bit, minus a couple of weeks. Excellent, excellent. So now that you've had this now for a while, what is your vision of the future? What are you, I just realized we're coming, since this has been fascinating, we're coming to a close, but I want to ask you this, what vision do you have for the future of, of my, doing more of this or expanding it or what would you like to see happen? Time went by really quickly. Um, for the future, yes, I'd love to continue this. This is my work, my, my life's mission, basically. I feel like I found the holy grail and I want to show that's wonderful. I want to show people that they don't have to be sick. They don't have to feel like they're aging. That, that's yeah. excellent. Excellent. Well, to that point, if someone who's listening to us now would like to find out more and maybe maybe figure out how it could work for them, how should they get in touch with you? What's the best way? Do you have an email or a website? What would you like them to use to reach out to you? So the best, best thing is probably to reach out to me via email. And that email address would be genuinelymaria. Say that again. I'm sorry. The email? You want to hear? Yeah, the email. So genuinely. Genuinely. Maria. Maria. Dot. Dot. WF. WF. At gmail.com very good oh, however i am working on a web page it's actually up already although it's a little bit under construction and that would be generally maria.com okay very good well we'll put both of those into the information and so as we end here i just want to say it's very encouraging to listen to you to see your own progress to see how this has helped you and to imagine how it's helping other people. So I want to thank you for letting us know there's something that can really be helpful to people. And uh, thank you for coming on the show and telling us about it. You're so welcome. It was my pleasure to have the opportunity to share this with as many people as possible. Well, I'm glad to do that. I'm glad the people can hear about how this is. So thank you and take good care. 
You too.